Hi, welcome to Greedo Shot First, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Benjamin Light, and with me is Marco Sparks. Normally, you can find this on uh, Time Trial Murder Mystery. This is our our podcast where we talk about Star Wars and kind of nerd out a little. Oh yeah. How you doing, Marco? Ah, I'm well. How are you? I've been okay. Big week. Not really. Big week. Every podcast says that though. Big week. Yeah, this isn't that big of a week. I mean, Brad Bird announcing that he's not directing, I guess that's big in, in Star Wars news. But... It's big to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm getting a little nervous. Well, so, the other, I don't know if you looked at the other article I found. I did. I didn't read, I didn't watch all the video, I just read their quote from uh, Trevorrow. Mm-hmm. There's a whole thing at the beginning of how to pronounce his name, I think it's Trevorrow. Yeah. Um, director of safety not guaranteed yeah yeah he's uh he's talking over the summer about how he's taking on a a project that has a like huge mythology and that people are going to be upset when they find out that he's the one to take it on and he's asking for people to you know give him some time and patience and respect or he's going to respect it he just wants your patience to show you that he can do it well let me throw some potential cold water on that one Okay. Um, so I guess Brad Bird tweeted like, he, you know, he, he this all like was confirmed by his tweeting. Like somebody tweeted him, "Are you doing Star Wars?" And he's like, "No." And then he's like, you know, not that I don't like Star Wars. I'll be first in line. And then this guy, Colin uh, Trevor, whatever his name is, safety not guaranteed director, he tweeted at Brad Bird to say, "You might be in second in line, uh, depending on how you feel about living in a tent." Which makes it seem like he will not be directing if he's going to be in line waiting for the movie. Mm-hmm. I suspect well, that maybe he was in the running. I don't know. I could be wrong. Could end up being him. But I suspect that maybe he was in the running and he didn't get it. I don't really know what his background is prior to Safety Not Guaranteed. So I'm kind of curious. How did he get into the running? Uh, he's from San Francisco. So he's probably... Uh, you know, connected to the local film scene with Lucas. Uh, he hasn't done much of anything. He's done like some documentaries and that's it in a short film. Like a, an intern at Lucasfilm or ILM for a while or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, I'm nervous because the kind of prime contenders right now, I don't have good feelings about. Like Matthew Vaughn is probably the best of the, the prime contenders right now. With him or John Favreau. Who seems? I mean, did you watch Revolution, the pilot? I think that's all we need to know about Favreau. Uh, exactly. And and Joe Johnston. I don't know why this guy. He's he's like a like a poor man's uh, Ron Howard in a way. Only he at least has a little bit of style. I just don't like his style. Does he have a style? I mean, he's. I guess he seems been to so do... unimpressed of his films. He seems to do best in like the kind of Art Nouveau, um, like thirties mm-hmm. look, you know, or thirties, early forties, because um, that that's kind of like he did that with the Rocketeer and with parts of Captain America, and that seems to be the only like visual flair that he has, which we've it's... already done in Star Wars. It would seem weird to go back to that because that was kind of like uh, like Attack of the Clones and, and Phantom Menace had that like Art Nouveau style. Well, and he does have, um, you know, Star Wars credits on his yeah. on his resume already. 
That's true. You know that what that reminds me of, and this is a weird analogy you won't get or, or care about, but um, that way back when when the uh, 49ers needed to hire a new head coach, they ended mm-hmm. up going with a guy named Mike Nolan because his dad, Dick Nolan, coached the Niners back in the 70s when they were terrible. And it was like, whoa, his dad coached for the Niners. And that was supposed to mean something. You know, and Mike Nolan, of course, turned out, be, choice. Yeah, yeah. turned out to be a terrible coach, as as was his father, you know. So it's like, just because you have some connection to Star Wars, I don't necessarily think that means you should do the movie. Joe no, Johnson seems like that, a... But... Joe Johnson seems like they couldn't get the guy they wanted, so they went with him, if that's the case, you know. Yeah, yeah. I completely... I always forget that Joe Johnson actually directed The Rocketeer because I've seen the rest, or most of the rest of Joe Johnson's films, and I've hated them all. I mean, I didn't hate stuff like uh, Jurassic Park three. It was ju- it's just kind of there. It's, you know, it's like it's insubstantial. Yeah, and Captain America, I'd say, was the kind of the worst of these new Marvel films movies. Um, and it wasn't yeah. like terrible, but it was just it was boring. You know, was, and it didn't seem um, impactful. Like I remember when watching Captain America, I never really felt any sense of drama. Well, here, this is relevant. Which is a worse film, Iron Man 2 or Captain America? I would still say Captain America, probably. Iron Man 2 has a lot of issues, but there are good parts to it. Mm. Um, it's more script problems. Really. What's, what's funny to me is that I think when Iron Man 2 came out, a lot of people are like, oh, it doesn't work because he shoved all the sealed stuff into it. But in retrospect, I think that stuff works a lot better than all the shit with... Uh, um, it's that guy who I hate, Sam Rockwell and uh, Mickey Rourke. They seem weird in it, you know. Yeah, I would agree with you. I, they're the of the like three competing scripts. They all mash into one. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's the um, I don't know. It's like I, I always hate it when I see other people, but I guess you really can't avoid the uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises comparisons in films now, especially like these genre films. That kind of uh, slow introduction of, of that stuff with uh, Mickey Rourke and well, I especially hate Sam Rockwell. Um, yeah. I think I actually might hate Mickey Rourke more than than Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, I just cool. remember getting the impression watching the movie that like the kind of weird, retarded demands that that the Mickey Rourke character was making to Sam Rockwell, like he wants Bird, and he's like difficult to work with. I remember thinking this is probably how it is on the set, you know, <laughs> like when the I camera remember, starts rolling, I'll bet he acts the same way. I remember kind of watching that movie and thinking that there probably wasn't a script for Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. Or if probably, there was, this he didn't. could have been like behind yeah. the scenes footage that they just edited into the film. Yeah. Huh. Like apparently the bird thing was like his idea and his demand. It was his bird. Yeah. It was Mickey Rourke's actual bird that I guess he just didn't want to put in his cage. So he brought it into the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess some of these choices are better. I mean, like other names that I don't know if they're. I mean, that's the problem too with this. You don't know what is like a legitimate, you know, worthwhile rumor, or what is just you know some really loud asshole on the internet. Like, uh, like I said, the one guy keeps putting that like Gary Ross bug out there. I've I, not I, seen I, that I, anywhere. Good. Cause that's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Um, I mean, there's a lot of bullshit out there right now. There's a lot of how can we track down some actor who's in one of the Star Wars movies, or even if they weren't, and like get their opinion or like try to like, you know, it's, it's like let's go bug uh, 
Billy D. Billy Williams D. and see what we can get out of him, you know. Grando. Yeah. Grando Calrissian, the comeback. It does seem like there's a lot of smoke about Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher coming back and having some sort of role in the movies, but no confirmation, so right. who knows? Anyway. I mean, I don't think you need Harrison Ford. I really don't. Well, I mean, it, it all depends on what story they're telling. Well, for the people who were who were putting out the rumors that uh, uh, the trilogy will feature like Darth Vader in all three films, I mean, that is not going to happen. Yeah, and it just sounds, I don't, it just sounds outlandish, really. Mm-hmm. Um, well, why, like, if you cloned Darth Vader, why would he still need, like, a, a respirator suit, you know? Yeah, or or for whatever ridiculous reason that you would bring him back, yeah. Like, when you when you clone him, does it only clone, like, his, his body as it was broken and damaged when he died? I mean, well, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's really, like, uh, I, I'm going to guess that George Lucas is probably not, like, aching to work with Hayden Christensen again or anyone in Lucasfilm not necessarily George Lucas because he may <laughs> he may have nothing to do with this film in his face yeah well I mean how much do you think he will be involved I mean creative consultant uh Hayden no uh, uh George Lucas oh. sorry oh um I think his involvement's probably close to done already yeah I mean they might have him around to like I don't know offer his opinion on like various art direction and whatnot, but well, I, I gather that his name will only remain on the letterhead at Lucasfilm for like another year, and then, you know, and even oh, as it is, it's probably his name tiny. is the letterhead, so I don't think that's too much of a problem for him. True, true, but I believe that he is still the like co-director uh, of Lucasfilm just for the next year. Hmm. Um, Kathleen Kennedy is obviously the yeah. director, and I believe he's contractually staying on as the co-director until her first year is over. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that much. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, so really, you know, the only news is that, like, Brad Bird is apparently not directing. And maybe that calling guy has something to do with it, maybe not. So uh, I don't think we talked about this last week, but we were talking offline about how it would be fun, uh, just because we like tweaking Star Wars fans, to come up with our, our nightmare scenario. Or, like, this is not, this is, I wouldn't say our personal nightmare scenario, because... Um, some of this stuff we could actually have fun with, but the kind of the theoretical Star Wars fans, like the the people you find on the internet, their nightmare scenario of what the next Star Wars movie is going to be. Right. I don't know about you. I'm I'm pretty excited for this. Oh, it's just going to be interesting. I've got a bad feeling about this personally. No. <laughs> well, let me let me give you. You know, I I I did some minor uh, fanficy writing here, a couple paragraphs. I didn't. Wow. I didn't type out like a whole, you know, opening crawl. But I, I had to have the the first sentence. Oh, I'm titillated. Yeah. So you know, episode seven, nightmare scenario. Sith vampires have mastered the arcane art of stealing midichlorians from Jedi. <laughs> you don't even need anything beyond that. And then for some reason, I wrote the midichlorians are transferred via bodily fluid. Not blood. 
it stops being a kid movie, kids movie real quick. And then, you know, it just gets really blue from there. So, uh, <laughs> I was wondering how you managed to turn this into paragraphs and paragraphs, and now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once I started writing this, I didn't want to stop. <laughs> Took me to a weird place, but not a bad place. Yeah. We've talked before, real, real quick pause, about our, our friend Anthony, who who has probably read more of the Expanded Universe books than you have. Mm, and I don't know about at the that. point, well, I'd say he's a lot more passionate about it than you are. I'd say that, that while you will read a book like Darth Plagueis out of, out of Sense of Obligation, you'll hate it and you may not finish it, Anthony will read it and love it. <laughs> but to the point where Anthony can, can not only like probably rattle off like a synopsis of any random Expanding Universe book you can mention, but he'll also tell you like which characters in that book were the most like highly fuckable. Yeah, yeah. And which and which scenarios from those books he's run through his mind, like you know, like which characters had sex with oh, which droids. He and I have had conversations late into the night discussing whether or not we thought certain expanding universe characters were having sex or not, and and if they were, you know, how exactly that was going down. Late into the night. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So this is my my basic concept here is. I I really don't like the Mandalorians, and I know the the fans do. These are like Boba Fett's people. Um, right. So I wanted to make them a villain, but then just have them all just get like slaughtered and humiliated at the start. Yes. Uh, like Boba Fett, like it's killed in like the first like two seconds, and he sucks or something like that. Um, yes. So my idea oh, for the when Sorry, his helmet falls off, can he can he be Jar Jar? <laughs> no, because that then they would be like, oh, that wasn't a real Boba Fett, you know, and you never hear the end of it. I want I want somebody to be like, are you sure that was a real Boba Fett? We thought we've killed him before, and like somebody to like do DNA testing like right in the moment and be like, yes, it's him. He's dead. He's dead, and he's never coming they, back. And they light, light they his body on the fire. Helmet and like yeah. uh, Daniel Lloyd's like head or whatever the kid's name is like head actually falls out. And then they like light his body on fire and like you know salty ashes or something, uh, and they're like, he's never coming back. <laughs> uh, but my idea is that the start of the film there's like a big fight. And of course, because this is Star Wars, it's like a fight on land for some unknown reason uh-huh. against like the Mandalorians and the Republic, you know, like the Jedi. And they're all on foot um, just because that's how you do it in Star Wars. Um, and then like in the middle of the fight, like the Empire show up with a bunch of new Sith and they just uh-huh. completely wipe out all the Mandalorians. But then they like they like surrender and they're like, hey, we'd like a peace treaty. Right. And so it's a, the movie's about. You know, the, the Jedi don't trust these Sith. The Sith are like, hey, we just, you know, we just have differing political opinions. We're not evil or anything, you know. And so the, the okay. movie's all about, you know, the Jedi and the Sith, are, they're forced to come together because there's this, like, peace treaty that needs hashing out and a lot of, like, you know, figuring out what the reparations are going to be and, like, taxes and, like, border disputes and all that. So a lot of political Lots stuff. Of a Lots lot of, of political meetings. stuff, yeah. But, you know, the... And haggling over who's going to sit where at the meetings. <laughs> yes. But, you know, each side, I don't know, I guess they're young Skywalkers. Like, there's the, there's a young Skywalker and his, his twins. Well, uh, should it be a twin? No. No, I can say not a twin. Young Skywalker and some other, like, hot young Jedi chick. Uh, Justin Bieber, the Skywalker? I had Zac Efron, but, you know. Okay. Uh, and, and, of course, the other one is uh, Case Stu. I had Case Stu in a different scenario, but continue. Okay. And so there are also like two young Sith on the other side. Mm-hmm. They're they're like the young ones, you know, these four. 
and uh so robert fattinson is the uh the male sith and taylor swift mm. is the female sith yes that's wonderful and, and of course um like i'm trying to remember how i configured this it's basically like a four-way love triangle where everyone's interested in each other <laughs> you know it's like like oh yeah that's what it was rob pat is he's betrothed to taylor swift and mm. but he's supposed to seduce case to to like infiltrate you know, because obviously the Sith are actually evil. Um, but he actually falls in love but, with Zach Efron. But yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yes, that too. But yeah, he's like, he's he's secretly attracted to Casey and he doesn't, maybe he doesn't want to be a bad guy, you know? And at the same time, like, uh, the, the Jedi are trying to infiltrate the Sith and like get to know them better. And there's all these conflicting emotions and, and teen hormones involved, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I just wrote, everyone does each other. So I think at one point in some kind of uh, cosmic city, um, or not cosmic city, uh, it's it'd be a, a city on a, a very futuristic-looking city, but on a planet, you have Taylor Swift and like some kind of tall tower, you know, and, and like she knows that she's losing Rob Pat, so she's looking out the window at the two suns, you know, rising in the mm-hmm. corner, and then she walks to the other side of the uh, the balcony she's on, where on the other side of the planet it's night and there's like eight moons, and she proceeds to like sing a song oh no no, no. I, I i have a, a plan for her vocal talent uh, oh, you know obviously these these new sith and there probably aren't that many of them you know they're like media stars right, right. it's like oh hey the sith they're out in the open they're not hiding and uh <laughs> so she she you know she does a little dance number and like dance song and dance number in the middle of the movie somewhere like on like uh whatever like their you know equivalent of television is in star wars who was the uh the big puffy blue guy, I want to say, from Jabba's Palace. Uh, I used to know this. Um, it's like Efont Man or some some goofy name like that. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe he can come back. He or she or it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I like your idea as well. She uh she like sings a an unrequited love song. Well, maybe too uh, by the end of this new trilogy because um they're they're obsessed with giving the fans everything that they don't want um they discover that the midi chlorians can be turned into a sports drink anybody who drinks it can develop okay, force powers terrible. but back to the Z- sith vampires there it's like they're yes. they're going around obviously like the uh the midi chlorians aren't strong and like regular humans so they're you know they can feed off them but they don't become that much more powerful but if they can feed off a jedi you know they'll get super powerful so there's a lot of that going on. Maybe the Jedi have some way of like pulling their essence back. I don't know. But I picture a lot like it and holding it in for a couple hours. Yeah. And it's all yellow when it comes out. <laughs> I think uh, uh, at one point, like a little like uh, you know, classic bit of synergy. While waiting for the negotiations to start, you'll see that Zac Efron is playing uh, Angry Birds Star Wars mm-hmm. on his phone. Or Angry Birds Star Wars 2, because by that point... You mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think, that, like, even though they completely humiliate and destroy the Mandalorians, like, there's still more of them out there. So, like, that's, you know, in between all of this, like, uh, you know, turmoil and, and her- hormones happening, uh, they have mm-hmm. to go out on missions occasionally, and it's like, you know, it's like uh, Rob Pat will get teamed up with uh, K-Stew or something like that, and they have to, you know, they're going to go work together, and they're both you know watching each other because they think each other's the enemy but they're attracted and then they have to like you know kill some more boba fets 
the only uh the only two notes that i had um other than just freestyling this was that at one point you have something where the empire shows up and they take over somebody they take over prisoners take prisoners and you keep hearing all these like stormtroopers talking about uh you know get ready for for admiral thrawn here comes admiral thrawn and then like you cut to the thing where like admiral thrawn's like shuttle lands and the little gangplank lowers and you see like the the white legs the the black jack boots as he comes down the uh, gangplank and then you see that it's actually case two is admiral thrawn <laughs> so i'm glad we were on the same page there the other thing that i had written down was that um you actually get the return of jar jar but you mm. also get jar jar's offspring who is only half gungan Wait, what's the other half well, let me just tell you, the offspring's name is Zarzar the Hut. Oh, God. Jar <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jar and the Jar Genos. Yeah. Well, it's sadly that we're, we're riffing to try to find like the uh, terrible like uh, vein and just like, squeeze it. But there's somebody out there who's like loving this. Oh, and also... We've mentioned this before, you know, every Star Wars movie it needs the Han Solo character, you know, it needs that that kind of bad boy. Um, and so I was thinking, well, who would be the bad boy for this? And I think the obvious choice is the situation. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, like he has like the Han vest, but no shirt on underneath. So he can always <laughs> show his abs off. Yes. Yes. Either that or it's like one of those like super skin tight shirts, you know. Right, right. And he's like, uh, like, like he, his like love interest is like a lady Greedo. And instead of, um, instead of being a, a smuggler, he's a DJ. Nice. He's like a, like a space DJ. He's like, he's like spinning like on some kind of like, uh, quad turntable thing <laughs> and like, like passing notes of like information mm-hmm. to what's left of the rebellion. So that's that's what I've got so far. Right, right. That sounds good. Just a lot of uh, eye chatter between the, the four Jedi and Sith. Mm-hmm. And there's like that scene where like Rob Pat and like Zach Efron have to team up to do something and one of them saves the other and they're kind of like staring into each other's eyes for way too long. While also like trading quips about who has the uh, bigger lightsaber. Yes, yes. Hmm. So would the uh, would the second one be about the you know for lack of a better title like the Mandalore strike back? Whatever. Um, I think eventually, like Zac Efron, like I think he was into Casey, and he's all like you know you can see that like her and Rob Pat are gonna hook up, and he's all bitter, so he throws himself into the arms of Taylor Swift, and like it's this thing where he's only doing it out of hate, but she secretly likes him. And it's just right. like this toxic relationship, you know, where, where she eventually, you know, has to turn on him even though she doesn't want to. And, and maybe he ends up being more evil than she is or something like that. So, so eventually something happens where, where uh, Zac Efron dies. And in the, the third film, Taylor Swift is like the ultimate villain. She's like Darth Sweets or whatever. Mm, I don't know. Should it be Taylor Swift or should it be somebody else? I feel like she's more tragic. Like she's like would sing a song about, you know, her ex-boyfriend at the end of the third movie and, like, jump off a building or something. Hmm. Maybe that's how the the 
the final battle goes, it's like it's her. It's like the the big showdown, like the Emperor's throne room scene. It's like her versus Rob Pat and Case at the same time, just back and forth. And then as they're about, she's about to like kill them both. She then just like jumps off a uh, balcony. <laughs> she realizes that they're those two are in love, you know. And she just really wants to freak them out. <laughs> huh. Or maybe they're about to fight each other and she like jumps in the middle and like is chopped up by both her lightsabers. Or <laughs> she just ignites her own lightsaber and like cuts off her own head. <laughs> Nobody saw ending. that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Max Rebo? Is that the name of the blue guy? It's like an elephant? That could kind? be it, yeah. Is I there... see something where he's at his kind of weird futuristic piano thing and she's like trying to like lean across it, like torch song style. Maybe when they're when the Sith vampires are stealing the Midichlorians, they like their bodies start to shimmer and sparkle while they do it. Whoa. Yes. Because they're getting stronger. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you really only know that they're getting more powerful because they take their shirt off. Oh, and maybe Rob Pack can be like kind of an abusive boyfriend. Yeah, I think he has to. Could Case do be kind of a Mary Sue? I think she's more goth in this. I think like like Taylor Swift is she's like the blonde, but she's the evil one, and Case right. is the you know the dark haired one, but she's the good one. But they, you know, Taylor Swift like plays it. She plays it like she's like perfect, right? But she's really right. evil. And then Case Do is like, you know, also like slouchy and grumbly and cranky, but she's a, you know, a good person. So basically it's uh, 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 raccoon eyes versus the red, red lipstick. Okay. Yes, yes. Got you. Who was the other Imperial Admiral in Expanding Universe's books? Was it Drala? You mean Dela? Dela, okay. Maybe that could be the, played the by woman. Santa Bullock. Santa uh, Bullock. You don't want to bring her into it. Um, she's a terrible character, by the way, in the books. Awful. She was like Grand Moff Tarkin's like little thing on the side, and so he like oh, made her a Grand Admiral and like set her up at some research facility. But she's like, you know, in the in the fictional world, like proven her military incompetence over and over and over again. But she keeps on like getting appointed, you know, like general or admiral or whatever. At one point, she's the uh, the chief of state of the whole Republic. Well, the Republic or the Empire? Or I guess at that point they're calling it the Galactic Alliance, but no, like oh. everyone. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, is that the whole like like dark saber saber fiasco? No, that's that wasn't until the the series where uh, Jason Solo goes evil, or is it that one? No, it's a, it's the one after it, the last one they just wrapped up, where it's like um, like Luke is. She she takes over at the end of the series where Jason goes evil. It's like for some reason they appoint her to be in charge because everyone else is dead. Um, right. And then she like banishes Luke in the, the first of the next series. Uh, it's it's dumb. It's fucking retarded. I like that if you do a Google image search for Admiral Dalla, you're bound to get that somebody has uh, photoshopped uh, an Imperial officer uniform onto Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. Although she's supposed to have red hair, I believe, in the book. Oh, in a lot of these pictures she does, but mm -hmm. not with Jolie, of course. Also comes up a picture of Michelle Bachman. 
Nice. Nice. That's a good comparison. Because Dela is like this crazy nutcase. Fantastic. Some other casting ideas I had, just to kind of yes. sprinkle in. Um, Rebecca Black. Ooh, excellent. Excellent. Um, this guy, I mean, this isn't like in the same vein, but uh, Jack Gleason. Like, okay. this, he's such a hateable person. Mm-hmm. Maybe he could be like the other good Jedi, you know? Yes. He's the one but who he's just like, like a just like a little fucking cunt, you know, like one of those like like goody two shoe guys, like teachers. Pet. He's like the one who keeps like not getting picked for the missions, and like, he's, he's like runs. ratting him out, like like when uh, when Rod Pat and KC like sneak out to like get some space beer, like he like tells on him, you know. Well, because as, as we've learned, he's Malfoy Jedi, basically. Yeah. yeah, as we've learned from Return of the Jedi, everybody in the Alliance or the New Republic is a general now, <laughs> so it's like. They they have two choices for this top secret mission that will you know save the universe. It's either like Zac Efron's character who maybe who just like sprained his ankle or something, or it's like Jack Gleason. They still pick Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe uh, Sean Bean could play like the uh, chief of the uh, Ewok delegates. How? I don't know. It's just it's just genius, genius casting. He <laughs> can just but put on the outfit, make some squeaky sounds. The Ewoks the don't get up that. The Ewoks aren't that big though. Like, I you don't need Sean no, we're, Bean we're gonna to play CGI characters in down. costume. We're going to CGI him down to a Hobbit size. That's yeah. point. That's pointless. It's a it's a teddy bear costume. There, you can have anyone play that role. If you're going to use Sean Bean, you got to use him better than that. <laughs> as long as he dies horribly. <laughs> Man's got a reputation of hold. And then I just started writing down some like comedy actors who I'm sure would make it horrible in some way or another. Like uh, uh Ken Long. Um you know okay. uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, from yeah. Lost, right? How does Aaron you feel? Oh wait, no. Am I thinking of someone else? Um Chang, that guy. What's his name? Oh, 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 oh yeah. Um I can't remember his senior change from community. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Could he, he's playing like an imperial officer, though. Who? Ken Jeong. Ken, Ken. Okay, do the J, not L. All right. Okay, so that guy, uh, Jason Bateman, Zeth Rogen, and Anthony Anderson. I feel like they would populate a movie I would hate. Maybe Jason Bateman and Justine Bateman, but like they're lovers. You forgot to say away again. Off topic, but have you uh, been inflicted with that? I can't remember. It's called like Identity Thief or something like that. That Jason Bateman. Uh, I haven't seen the trailer, movie. but the theater I go to, like they have a giant sign for it. it. It's so painful. Like I don't understand why these movies keep getting made. I know no one's going to see it. Uh, I'm I'm gonna guess it's another um, Apatow abortion. I'm sure it's in some way related to him. Hmm. What what kind of uh, spaceship does the situation have? Oh, it's uh, does that have like a like a really big sound system in it. Well, yeah, because it's it's long and it's thin, and the back end of it, it's got these two like <laughs> spherical engines that are also like like you know subwoofers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like he'll 
he'll be like uh, like cruising by a planet that looks like Saturn with rings and what have you, and like he'll just resonate some sonic waves through the rings and like turn it into a giant speaker. God, so so awful. Maybe he DJs for one of Taylor Swift's performances. Well, and and, and Snooki will have a cameo. She'll be like a you know a, a, an occupant at some club they're at or what have you. And I think obviously there'd be a lot of like really goofy alien characters. Mm-hmm. Definitely found it out. Found it out. Yeah, this sounds like a winner, folks. I'm trying to think of something you can do with the midichlorians where it's like they, they just keep on like powering themselves up. I don't know. I'm, I'm all about it's a sports drink, so they just have to keep like, no, that's, that's drinking awful. cans. No, they're, they're Sith vampires. They steal it from the Jedi. So like maybe something where it's like, Somebody like theorizes the possibility that if like Jedi and like Sith midichlorians were to mix, like the, you know, it'd be like an explosive combination where the, you know, the the Jedi and Sith would become much more powerful. I don't know something like that. Just so later on, like after like you know like maybe like Zach Efron and like Taylor Swift do it, like they're like glowing or something and everyone knows, and yeah. it's like you know everyone you know Rob Pack gets pissed off like something like that. Yeah, Rob Pent like sneers like Case do. She kind of sneers too, but she also like flicks her hair about and sighs a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Of course, she might do that throughout the entire movie if we're lucky. Also, I think it stands to reason that the Jedi probably aren't wearing those robes just because that's not a very good look, you know? Yeah. Case do might also be playing like Ahsoka. Hmm. I gotta say, that sounds like one of the most boring characters of any Star Wars thing ever. What's that? Ahsoka. Uh, she seems like the most fan servicey character to me. Mm. Like she's like just absolutely designed to be loved by by Star Wars fans. Hmm. So I don't know what else are we missing here. What else needs to happen? Oh well. Um, can LeBron have a cameo too? Um, sure. He could yeah. be like I don't know, like the new chief of the Mandalores or something. Right. Well, and I think I think like we're after both that dies. I think we're forgetting about Anthony Anderson as General Grando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, the bald guy with the like cybernetic headgear from Cloud City, he's there too. What if he did something where instead of Boba Fett getting killed? At the beginning, like, he gets away and goes and reports back to, like, you know, LeBron James, ruler of the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you failed me for the last time, Boba Fett, and he cuts his head off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he he, he grabs, like, he, he force chokes him. He doesn't force choke him. He somehow, like, grappling hooks him, like, drags his body to his, uh, uh, his, like, throne. Then like tears Boba Fett's like head off and like goes and dunks it in a hoop. It just happens to be nearby. <laughs> and they're like, there's like a little like brief like uh, subtitle. It's just like that jump that wasn't an effect, folks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> or maybe he has the force, so he like force pulls the head to him after he cuts it off, and then he like just does a little jump shot, you know? 
Well, because you find out that secretly LeBron's been manipulating this whole situation to like, uh, to like somehow like turn Taylor Swift to evil. Mm-hmm. It's like a Sith Mandalorian or something. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe we just introduce that there's like a third like continuum between Jedi and Sith, like something else. Whoa. Whoa, and then you've got like episode ten, and they're they're led by Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think I think we're onto something amazing here. Yeah, lots of, but we need we need lots of like like beyond Boba Fett. We need lots of really sucky bounty hunters and some um, just kind of you know not even subtly gay droids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe Kenjian can play like a droid. Oh, oh, I I forgot to leave. Um, I don't know if it's Casey who has this or Taylor Swift, but one of them has a light bow. Like, yes. Um, instead of a lightsaber, they have like a somehow it's like a bow and arrow that's a lightsaber. I don't even know what that looks like, but they have a light bow. Uh, what if go, like, had a light on, bow? Like Katniss style. Yeah. What if Casey had a light bow and Taylor Swift had a uh, like a light whip or a, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Light whip. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they do those like annoying like continuity things where at one point she's like totally cutting guys up with the light whip, but then later mm-hmm. on when she's like getting kinky with Zach Efron, she's using it on him, but it's not yeah. like cutting him, you know? Yeah. Well, like you know when people would drip like hot wax on their lover, mm-hmm. she's doing that with a light light whip. Yeah. And she's like making lots of like bad like meowing sounds as she does it. <laughs> and singing, yeah. 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 Could Jennifer Lawrence play uh, Mon Mothma or Mon Mothma's daughter? Uh, uh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> A lot of committees and like hashing over, like, uh, like trying to come up with the number for like the reparations and like who's going to pay. Well, and lots of haggling over the press release about the meetings. Like, whose name goes first? And just, you know, carving up the borders and who's going to control the borders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was the name of Admiral Akbar's people? Uh, the Mon Calamari. That's right, right. And, like, neither side wants their planet. Well, they share a planet with the Quarren. Nobody wants them. They smell like fish. What is this thing you sent me? Oh, remember I told you I did that uh, uh, Star Wars character quiz thing mm-hmm. last week? Um, I found another one on the same site that just is like all the villainous characters. Oh, this one is incredibly easy. I yeah, I was going to say, like, I hope you're not saying this is hard. Cause no, no. Is. The other one I had found was slightly more challenging in the obscurity of the characters. This one would be very easy. Although I don't know who this uh, particular bounty hunter is. I can't remember. Which one? Um, the guy at the top? He's... De- Dengar? Is that who you're talking about? Is it Dengar? Okay. The third down? Yeah, that's Dengar. Okay. I started watching a little bit of Attack of the Clones over the weekend. Oh, yeah? I went and found my, my Star Wars DVDs, which I hadn't watched in a while. And I, I put it on because I couldn't help myself. And you're right. On, like, the uh, viewing number, like, 32, like... Anakin is super duper creepy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he puts you in a weird like fugue state because he's your hero, and like you want to like I don't know like be worried or whatever when he gets his arm cut off, but you're kind of like oh you had it coming. Well, it's like was the intention that he was supposed to be a creeper or was this intended to be romantic? That's what I wonder. You know. I got some weird ideas about love. God, that's a log in to submit answers to this thing. Fuck that. Do uh, Yeah, it says log in and submit answers. Forget that. Hmm. I didn't have to last time. That's weird. I don't know. Let me see what happens. Yeah, it wants me to log in to Facebook. No, thank you. Oh, boring. Hmm. That is Bib Fortuna, right? Second from the yeah. top? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never forget that guy. It's one of the greatest. That's to me. That's in my top five, like best Star Wars character names. Really, Bib Fortuna. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's in the expanded universe. His name is actually like all one word with an apostrophe in it. But because he was ostracized by his race for being a like a scummy guy, that he had to like change his name to Bib Fortuna instead of like Bib Fortuna as all one word. This is why I like you. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> yeah, we've talked a little bit about uh, uh, in the future of this podcast, doing something with your expanding universe book knowledge. Mm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What would we call this? Like, uh, I don't know, like the enemy within or something? It's kind of appropriately uh i don't know pseudosexual right right the enemy wanna... inside me <laughs> maybe the second one is called the mandalorian's bite back <laughs> i think you need like like force ghosts of like uh like jake lloyd Yes, not even not even Christensen, Jake Lloyd. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Actually, I don't know if you could do that because that guy's like twenty something now. But... <laughs> and has apparently led a very unfortunate life of being teased. Yeah, for being like, Anakin Skywalker. It's like he hates his life. <laughs> isn't like lying to me. His life is ruined by Star Wars. He's yeah. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, I want I want like Force Ghosts of like Kiati Mundi. <laughs> That fucking guy. I love the way he dies in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, <laughs> He's just like, follow me, and he like charges forward, and then they all just like stop behind him and shoot him. Yes. Uh, maybe there could be a thing where it's like Zac Efron is uh, uh, like... His like, last name is like Starkiller, and like he doesn't realize that he's actually like uh, like Luke's son. Or like grandson, maybe. I feel like you'd want to move it forward a little. Yeah, yeah. We have plenty of Jedi, so yeah, so this yeah. Would probably be like well in the future. At the end, like uh uh LeBron. Well in this in the second one, LeBron is replaced by uh uh Idris Elba playing the same character. Um <laughs> although not nearly as spry, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He's not dunking as much. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I just had a great idea. What? Um so like at the uh you know the Climax of the second movie when it's darkest for our, our heroes. Uh, Rob Pat and Case do discover that they're both Skywalkers and that they're like, 
they're they're like brother and sister, yes. like lo- long lost brother and sister. And then the That's third movie, cool. they decide they're okay with that. Yeah, they just keep on going. Or maybe it's like something where they don't like blatantly decide they're okay with it, but like you just see. Oh, I want it. I want it to be blatantly. I want it to be full on incest in the third movie. You know what? I got seventy nine percent of that quiz. I didn't log on to Facebook though. Hmm. Really? Who'd you miss? Who'd you get wrong? Like uh, Poggle the Lesser or Admiral Ozel? I got the number of times that Vader has his hand severed. Twice. Apparently, the correct answer is three times according to the quiz. I don't know where they're getting that information from. Yeah, I'm like struggling to think. Oh, no, it is three times because he, he gets his hand severed again. No, it's not. No, this has a right hand severed. He doesn't lose his right hand in Sif. He loses his left hand. No, that's the only hand he has left in Revenge. That's right. Yeah, this thing is wrong. Um, the other I mean, unless there's some was... like expanded universe thing. It's, it's suggested by Mara Jade in the expanded universe that Darth Vader loses his hand for the Death Star getting destroyed. Um, so if you wanted to include that, I guess you could say three times. Loses it like a punishment or he loses it like, like during a punishment, the attack? like a punishment. But I mean, obviously that's like, this was before, uh, attack of the clones came out. Cause what kind of punishment would it be to like cut off your mechanical hand? And he's just like, thanks dick. And I'll just go well, get another like, one. You know, <laughs> it's now em- empirical, like budgetary offices that have to come up with the money to replace that hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I missed was general Veers, which is actually supposed to be Admiral Ozel. Can you just imagine... Uh, oh, and the guy that I had put as Captain Nita was actually General Veers. Really? General Veers is the one second to last. Admiral Ozzel's the one up top. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had put Captain Nita for the second to last. And it's actually General Veers. I just want you to picture like, like Darth Sidious like, cuts off Darth Vader's hand. And it's just like... Do so you know how much fucking paperwork this is going to be to get another fucking hand? That's what, that's what our, our, our third trilogy is going to be. Nothing but just dealing with the paperwork and like, you know, uh, as much as I don't want to give Kevin Smith any kind of credit, we're going to settle the whole independent contractor thing. I There's going to be like a, uh, like a 20 minute subplot solely about that. Hasn't that already be kind of been settled by Lucas? Like, I think he talks about that on the Revenge of the Sith commentary. Yeah, I think he does. But... Or maybe it's Attack of the Clones commentary. One of the two talks about how like the geonosins were the builders i think so. guess what folks commentaries are not canon <laughs> <laughs> it's actually gungan slave labor that was responsible for building that should there be like another death star in these movies that that also gets blown up i'm trying to think what what would be the what would be the next thing like bigger than a star like what would you like death galaxy i don't know like what would you <laughs> well that was why that that book dark saber was so dumb because it was basically like they took like the the super laser from the death star and just made yeah. it as one big long ship that was shaped like a lightsaber <laughs> and they called it dark saber oh god terrible that's bad or maybe you could just bring in the uh the sun crusher from the novels which was like this indestructible ship like at one point it's like they're in this it's like a small ship like the size of like the falcon but it's like made oh. out of you know unobtainium or whatever it's indestructible and so <laughs> They got to get away, and there's four Star Destroyers in their way. And so they fly through the bridges of all four of them. They're straight through. They, like, take out the bridges of all of them. So, like, you know, basically take out four Star Destroyers to get away. It's so dumb. 
Maybe you could put that. Like in there. this is a tactic that no one's ever thought about before. Like, just target the bridge. Oh, it's because the spaceship was made out of this special magical, like indestructible element. You know. Uh, okay, I I I possess a lot of the older Star Wars books. I, on my Google image searches, I found some covers for ones that I that I own, but I have never read. Mm-hmm. Because after I read the Timothy's the first three Timothy's own ones, I remember thinking that like, yeah, this is gonna be a thing I do. I'm going to read Star Wars books. <laughs> and then I think I started either Trucer back at Bakura or another one. And I was just like, I'm not going to do this. But I kept <laughs> buying the books for a short time, thinking that I was going to get around to it. So mm-hmm. I just have to notice that Jedi Search and Champions of the Force. Yeah, Jedi books. Search is the one with the, the Sun Crusher flying through four Star Destroyers. Weren't all of those books at, at that time, like like somebody had like a giant super death weapon or something? That was like a yeah. thing for a while. Every Star Wars book, the... The Empire had a new, like, super weapon. Like the Darksaber, or the Sun Crusher, or some other thing. That was volume one of the Jedi Academy trilogy. Jedi Search. Dark Apprentice. There are some really, really bad Star Wars books that have been written over the years. Especially those early Bantam ones where there wasn't a lot of quality control. Hmm. Hmm. sure our friend anthony is just astounded that we would say this like children of the jedi i think that's one of the ones i had oh god that's the one where like luke goes to a spaceship he finds a spaceship called the eye of palpatine it's like a robotic spaceship and there's like a a force ghost of a woman like in the computer of the spaceship like a a former jedi woman like got on the spaceship and like like put her essence into the computer to control it to like keep it yes. from like getting into the hands of the Empire. Doesn't like fall in love with her? And and Luke falls in love with her, yes. Yeah. And then like one of his like uh he has like a young female apprentice and like somehow at the end like she becomes brain dead and the, the woman transfers herself into her body so that Luke can now like physically date this, you know, force ghost he fell in love with. It just happens to have the body of his like apprentice. It's pretty creepy. That is super creepy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Barbara Hamblin for her works. Um, oh, maybe that's one thing we could bring into uh, our nightmare scenarios. Like, like it, it's really easy for them to all like essence switch, so they're like switching bodies at some point. Oh. And at one point, it's like Case Do is in uh, Zac Efron's body, and, yes. and her and Rod Pat are just like it's okay. Yes. You like that? I just, I just picture like uh, one of the movies. The cliffhanger is that one of them has stolen the other's body and like gone on a ship and like gone to uh, light speed or hyperspeed, mm-hmm. and uh, like, oh no, we have to get their body back. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> All right, well, I think that about wraps up this episode of Greedo uh, Shot First. If I hope you made you've it been this far I'm, by I'm our impressed. nightmare scenario. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of digging it now. Sith vampires. Uh, yeah. They, they yeah. steal midichlorians. I just, yeah, I just want to see them with teeth and sparkles and kind of dead stares. And uh, eyeliner. Oh, yeah. Everyone has raccoon eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe like the two Sith, they like, like smoke like, I don't know, Star Wars cigarettes or something. 
Yes. They, it's like basically they, they, they take a drag and like they blow bubbles. God. It's awful. <laughs> that's that's what death sticks look like. <laughs> uh, death sticks apparently make you brain dead, which makes you vulnerable to like some cult or something that takes over people's bodies, according to the expanded universe. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that somebody had to had to like find a story that worked with that. <laughs> Why would somebody do something called death sticks? <laughs> Like somebody was like, I need to answer that question in my expanded universe novel. Mm-hmm. And they have. Alright, well, uh go ahead and wrap this one up. We'll be back next week. Uh maybe we'll have a director. You know, probably not. Next week's gonna be like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? No. no. So it's doubtful. I'm kinda wondering now, do you think it'll be early December or do you think it'll be January now? I don't know. It seems like they need to announce something soon. Yeah. Could be wrong, but well, according to Frank Marshall, it's, it, the list is very low, or so he specs. It's mm-hmm. a very short list. So I, I had the bad feeling that like the list was like Brad Bird, uh, that Colin Trevorrow, and like Matthew Vaughn, and like uh-huh. for whatever reason, either prior commitments or they decided to go in a different direction or whatever, like Brad Bird and Colin are off the list, and so now it's it's Matthew Vaughn. That's my suspect suspicion. But I'm wondering if like Trevorrow is like doing something technical. On the, the movie, or, I could you know. see it more something as like maybe Lucasfilm was meeting with this guy before the sale to Disney, and then Disney and was like, "Who?" Yeah, and Disney was like, "No," you know. I could see it being something like that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll watch a movie or talk about a book, or maybe just do another nightmare scenario. I feel like I could uh, come up with like horrible like fan fiction ideas for star wars constantly although you know it's funny if you go to like the go to the web forum and you think you had a bad idea and then you you read like what they're posting on the force net and you're like oh that's so much worse than i could have ever expected you know and they have like bad photoshop pictures of it too Mm -hmm. we we spent what like uh, an hour and a half after recording last week's episode basically just looking at google image search of all the terrible things that people would come up with Mm -hmm. it was amazing all right. Well, I'll talk to you next All right. Until next time, may the force be with you. Always. 